CBS Friday, TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, November 5th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. A visit from 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong. Steve, how goes it? Daniel, it's beautiful out. 55 degrees. The sun is shining. I'm driving on some back roads here in the Indianapolis suburbs. I'm in a terrific mood, man. How are you? I feel great. It is football weather, that is for sure. We are also feeling really good here at the site because last night you brought it to us. Benji Gosnell, tight end out of North Carolina, committed to Ohio State. He is the second tight end they've taken in the class. They took Georgian Bennett Christian as well. This should finish tight end recruiting for the class of 2022. Give us a little bit on Benji. Well, you bring up Bennett Christian, Bennett, you know, Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day did a terrific job recruiting Benjamin Gosnell, uh, but he also gave huge assists to uh, Bennett Christian. Uh, those guys have formed a really good bond and, and they want to go play together and, and they see an opportunity to be difference makers at the same time with, you know, uh, Gosnell highlighted numerous times in my interview, uh, uh, just the development of Rucker and, and Luke Farrell and, and, you know, he, he believes he's already a, a pretty good pass-catching tight end. He's coming to Ohio State to be developed in all the other areas that he feels are, are deficient right now. And, and uh, Ohio State, they moved to number one in the 24-7 Sports 2022 recruiting rankings with Gosnell's commitment. They're the heavy favorite to finish number one. I mean, it's early, but you obviously like where they stand with guys like Quinn Ewers and, and, and Caleb Burton. They're the early crystal ball favorite for Damani Jackson. Those are three top 10 players right there. Uh, um, and, and, and last year or last week, we, we went down the list and ripped off a bunch of names in 2022 that Ohio State's in, in good shape for. But Gosnell uh, out of East Surrey High in North Carolina, uh, state champ last year, a two-way difference maker. He had like 86 tackles. Uh, he's in the backfield a lot. Uh, um, and, and so he brings some ferocity uh, and physicality on that side of the ball. And then, you know, on, on offense, he, he, he did some things there and, and got in the end zone. And so uh, he's a guy we didn't even mention last week. So it just goes to show you how hard the Ohio State staff's working on guys that aren't even maybe necessarily, you know, being mentioned daily. Uh, uh, but he's a guy that Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day talked to a lot and, that win over Penn State did it for him, man. I mean, he was leaning Ohio State probably going into the game, uh, but coming out of the game, that pushed it over the top. And, and he, you know, he committed to Ohio State on Sunday and announced it on Wednesday. And, and the Buckeyes beat Florida and North Carolina, among others. 
We are excited to have Benji in the mix. Let's stick with the class of 2022. It's one thing for a group of commitments to kind of gather, start a text thread, et cetera, but there's a burgeoning text thread and sense of community among the targets that Ohio State is going after in the class of 2022. Damani Jackson was just interviewed when he got his Polynesian Bowl jersey and mentioned that Ohio State is the only text thread he's on. Gunnar Givens, the number one offensive tackle in the country out of Lord Body Tot and Virginia. Virginia, when he was asked about his top 10 he's just released, and it was a who's who of college football, the first thing he said about Ohio State was the class of 2022 and the camaraderie among the targets. Have I gotten ahead of myself to think there is a real groundswell here, and that is what we kind of got a sense of last week when the crystal ball started rolling? Ohio State, they lead for Damani Jackson right now. There's no question about that, but uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with the relationship he has with his peers who are like-minded individuals. And then obviously Ohio State's coaching staff is going to do a good job recruiting top targets and, and they have the track record at the position. But y'all followed recruiting a long time and just because Ohio State leads today, it doesn't mean they're going to lead for all these guys later. And so Devontae's visiting Michigan next week. He's going to take some visits. He's going to be recruited by everybody. And we'll see where the dust settles uh, on that one. But, the, you know, the, uh, I feel much better about, like, my Quinn Ewers crystal ball forecast and, and my Caleb Burton forecast in relation to Damani. Again, I, I do think that Ohio State leads for Damani. And, you know, we'll see where that recruitment goes. And, and, and it, obviously, if you can stockpile these kind of kids early in the process who are like-minded, peer recruiting goes to another level. And, and you know Ohio State's coaches aren't going to drop the ball Man, Ohio State's 2021 class did such a good job peer recruiting. These guys in 2022, man, they might be doing it just a tad bit better. They just seem to have a good chemistry going. And guys like C.J. Hicks, you talk to, you know, I went and talked to Keontae Goodwin in person, and he talked to C.J. Hicks. You know, C.J. Hicks seems to have a relationship with all these these guys that, that Ohio State's recruiting right now in the 2022 class. So maybe we should add a category on these profiles for secondary recruiter and put C.J. Hicks in there. What's so awesome about what you're discussing, too, is you're talking about a defensive back from California, an offensive lineman from Virginia, a quarterback from Texas. We're just very lucky as Ohio State fans that they're literally going after the best of the absolute best. You might have to recruit Gunnar Givens as a defensive end, too. Really? Yeah. um, I'm not as close to Gunnar's recruitment right now. Uh, but that's I, I got I caught some wind that he, he may want to play defense. Well, I'll tell you what, Gunner, you come here, you do whatever you want, brother. We're gonna take a quick break, come back, talk about the weekend. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher. No. Funnier. I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! We are back. You'll be happy to know, people, that Steve and I were exchanging texts during the Battle of Michigan last week, and our main takeaway was, what the heck is Michigan secondary going to do against Ohio State? But I digress. We were also exchanging texts during the Ohio State-Penn State game. Ohio State emerged victorious. You pretty much called it. This week, Ohio State back in prime time. They host the fighting Greg Schianos. The spread is enormous. Las Vegas, William Hill, believes this will be a 51-14 to win for Ohio State. The spread is 37 points. The over-under is 64. Do you believe Ohio State will make those that bet on him proud? 
I don't know if they'll cover, but I think they'll score a ton. I think that they're going to have a lot of guys on offense eat and uh, guys that are working hard during the week in practice going to get a chance to celebrate on Saturday by making a big play. That, that ball is going to be spread around, and, and a lot of guys are going to get their name in the paper. You know, our takeaway from the Ohio State game, the Ohio State-Penn State game, last year's Ohio State-Penn State game, Penn State struggled to get off the field on third down, and that was Justin Fields doing it with his legs in that game. Man, third down was like the money down for Ohio State in this game. Justin Fields was just a surgeon with with the football, um, finding open guys, and I just feel like they converted all those third downs with ease, and there was never a drive really where I felt like even though Ohio State was facing third down, that Penn State was going to get off the field. And, and we knew that Penn State was going to play them hard, which they did. The game was never in doubt, uh, but Penn State had some opportunities to make it interesting. And they're the team in the Big Ten that doesn't fear Ohio State, elevates to play them. Um, and, and Ohio State handled their business. Uh, it was their easiest win over Penn State in quite some time. I think this Penn State, this Ohio State team is incredibly talented, and I'm excited to see how they continue to get better over the course of the season. Uh, um, but they have a chance to obviously hoist the crystal ball at the end. It just stinks what this pandemic has uh, has done to the season because if you're Ohio State, you would have wanted to play against the Penn State team with Micah Parsons because you want that for when you have to play Clemson or Alabama or Georgia or whoever later and. Micah Parsons would have won the Buckets Award. I can't think of someone else. And maybe Penn State gets off the field on a couple of those third downs with number 11 running around out there. I don't think the outcome of the game changes, but it would have put a little more pressure uh, on Ohio State to to make some things happen on offense and defense. And and, and so it just kind of stinks that we were robbed of that. But I'm just, you know, super excited uh, about this Ohio State team and particularly how much better Justin Fields is. I mean, College football is moving in slow motion for him. He's in terrific shape. And, and just the throws he made, I mean, those just the way he threw guys open or hit guys in stride, uh, just some of those those plays to keep the chains moving were incredible. And, I, and Dan and I were texting. I, I just had fun watching that game, even though I knew that it was never – the game was never in doubt, but Penn State made enough plays to make it fun and – and, and Ohio State was incredible to watch, and, and obviously covering recruiting, you know who everybody on the field is. Joey Porter's the best corner that Ohio State will face this year, so that test is over. So back to your original point, I don't know how Michigan's going to cover these these Ohio State receivers or, or anybody else, and and so what's just it's for Ohio State, it's all about self improvement, staying healthy, and keeping the foot on the gas. You brought up a great point. This is going to be a program game and that you're going to need your program to follow Ohio State. I would not be surprised if the Buckeyes have five different guys get touchdowns. I don't know this for a fact, but I do imagine Greg Schiano's personality may have ruffled a few feathers in Columbus. And if you're going to get back at a dude and you can do that on the field. I'll tell you what, Dan, like even like I'm still gushing about Justin Fields' performance. And I only watched a game once. Some of the front rowers may have watched it twice or you may have watched it twice there were times where like it seemed like Penn State was maybe going to get home and get a sack and the ball's out 
and that's just an incredible talent, you know, just for him to anticipate, feel the coverage, and then just throw a dime. I mean, that stuff's not easy and shouldn't be taken for granted. And Penn State, I know they're 0-2, uh, uh, but they, you know, they dominated week. That was a good win for Ohio State, in my opinion, and just the efficiency that Fields plays, plays with is just incredible. He's remarkably poised, but he's he also maybe doesn't get enough credit for how tough he is. Like you mentioned, he has no problem standing in the pocket and delivering the ball with accuracy when uh, the defender is bearing down on him. He's just a very cool character. Uh, we are very lucky to have him. And when he's on the field, I got to think Ohio State, if they're not the favorite to win the national championship, they're very close. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.